Welcome to Small Business Love, where I chat with inspiring women who are running their own successful business as they share their journey, the highs and lows and everything in between. Along with value-packed solo episodes and special guest speakers, I really hope this podcast will inspire you to follow your dreams and bring your desires to light. You are here for a reason. Welcome, Carolee, to the podcast. It is so lovely to have you here. Thank you for having me. I love that we are having our second round at this. So (laughs) we are going to nail it this time. No audio issues, no phone call interruptions. It's going to be amazing. I'm praying. Okay, well, I found you on Instagram and instantly I was drawn to what it is you're doing and your natural products. And I loved seeing the before and after photos of just how impactful this product is. So, Carolee, tell me a little bit about your business and how it came about. Um, I started Gyla Mind and Body around five years ago now, although I did have a break for about a year and a half. So I guess I'd say about three years I've been fully in business now I sort of fell into business um I wasn't planning on being in business I had been asked to um go with my auntie to a soap making course which I wasn't too sure I wanted to go and attend but for her (laughs) her happiness I suppose and you know, well-being, I said yes, and I'll come along with you. And um, so I drove from Griffith to Sydney um, to spend a weekend with her. And I attended this soap making course and I actually really enjoyed the course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I came home with my three little bundles of soap and <laughs> in the Chinese containers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I put them on Facebook because it was back when everyone used to post their whole lives on Facebook. And I had so many comments saying, um, can I please buy some of the soap? They look great, da 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 da. Can you um, put some emu bush in there? And um, so it sort of started there, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. So quite often, right, it starts, I know when I started my sewing business, it was sort of something to do, something to keep me busy. And then, yeah, same sort of thing, like start getting orders, start getting some traction. So I love that you sort of accidentally fell into it by, you know, doing something that your auntie wanted you to do. And so once you started getting some orders for your soaps, tell me how it sort of evolved from there. It all sort of happened really fast. Um, I started making soaps and then I started researching different types of soaps and different ways of making different types of soaps. And at the time I was really big into crystals and um, the spiritual world and all of that sort of side of um, spirituality. And I had decided to infuse crystals in soap and um they become really popular it was a lot of trial and error a lot of trial and error and there were stages where I just wanted to burn my kitchen down (laughs) throw it all to the ground I don't want to do this anymore I'm sick of it I can't get it right but I kept persistent and in the end I got it right and yeah I just they turned out to be beautiful bars of soap with little crystals infused in the top and 
They were a real hit, yeah. And so, Carolee, to this point, have you had any business experience? You're just sort of, you've gone and made some soaps and now you're selling them and you're perfecting your recipe. But prior to this, have you had any experience at running an online business or running your own business? None at all, none. I do not come from a business background. Um, The only person in my family that knows anything about business is my uncle and he's a little bit too corporate and a little bit too busy to help me. Um, But all my other family members are not business orientated. They don't have business minds. I'm not business orientated. I, yeah, do not come from a business background whatsoever. Okay. So this was a real, this was a lot of trial and error and working out how to go from one thing to the next. Yeah. Yeah, well done. And so tell us a little bit now, like obviously you started off with soaps and crystals in your soaps. Um, you mentioned Emu Bush. So tell yeah. us a little bit about your products now and, and what that looks like. I was asked by a lot of my family members if I could have infused Emu Bush, which is a native bush medicine from um, far west New South Wales. I mean, it's found all over Australia in arid parts of the continent, but yeah, primarily it was used in Western, far west New South Wales as a healing bush medicine. Mm. Um, so from as long as I can remember, my nans used to boil it up, ta- strip it down off the leaves, harvest it off the trees, um, boil it up, and then we'd use it. We'd put it on anything from scrapes, rashes, you name it, any type of skin ailment, um if you had a sore tummy my grandmothers would drink it or force us to drink it does it taste nice (laughs) no it's a quite a potent taste it's quite strong and it doesn't smell very nice oh my gosh (laughs) but obviously works right it obviously works so i um had to figure out how i was going to harvest it i had to get permission first off um elders within my community and family within my community to say that yes I can harvest the bush medicine from there so I did that and then the only way I was taught to harvest and extract the oils was to boil it Mm. which when it came to making the balm the oils and the water would obviously separate Mm -hmm. and then bacteria would start and it was just a whole mess it was really trial and error for Mm -hmm. a good probably six months until i learned how to extract the oils properly in oil Mm -hmm. so i finally cracked the code cracked the formula yeah (laughs) and i had been using um emu bush and oils like vitamin e oils aloe vera um rose hip oil but for the last since my daughter was a little baby Mm. because she has really sensitive skin and i found out that the emu bush and those oils really helped clear up any rashes any nappy rash severe nappy rash she would get she would get so severe it would bleed and it would weep and that was the only thing that i found pseudo cream didn't work any other cream didn't work except for that little concoction that i i had made up but i didn't even think to make it a business i didn't think that people would want to use it yeah it was just like something that we'd always used in our family and Mm. other Aboriginal families always use, but 
I never thought about making it in, into a business until I went to the soap course. My family had said, why don't you put it into the soaps or make a balm out of it or something like that. So yeah, that's where I am today. So I've successfully made the emu bush soap and yeah. the black magic balm out of the emu bush. That is so good. I love the part of your story where, you know, like six months of frustration, six months of failed attempts and you know, it's a lot of time and a lot of effort and it's hard sometimes to keep going, keep pushing, keep showing up for like a bigger dream and a bigger vision. Yeah. But once you, you know, as you said, crack the code and it's working and you're seeing the results and, you know, I've seen you before and afters, like I mentioned, and swiping through, I've got four boys myself and, you know, when they've got nappy rash and they're teething, it's so sore and looks so painful. Mm -hmm. So to be able to mm -hmm. cure that and give them, you know, that back and it works with, you said, eczema and all these other things as well. Like, yeah well done you for pushing through and, and creating this amazing product. Thank you. So you've got your secret formula and you've got it out onto the market. And then how did you sort of, how did you grow your business and grow your audience and sales? At the, at the beginning, it was a lot of um, handing out products that I'd made for people mm. to sample. Mm -hmm. And then it was just, you know, building an online presence, which I'm still not very good at to this day. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm busy working and, I, you know, being a single mum, I barely have time, but I am consciously trying to be more active on social media. I suppose just telling everybody about my business, whoever I could tell about, whoever I could recommend my stuff to really helped me get started in the, in the beginning. Also, a word of mouth really works for me. It works mm. for my business. It's a skincare business. So the products have to be tried and trusted. Yeah. And I'm finding that that really rings true for me, especially in marketing. You know, ultimately, it's products that go on your skin, mm. like products that you're, or you're applying to already irritated skin. Yeah. So the consumer or the customer really needs to be able to trust the product. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, word of mouth was massive and has been massive for me. Good. And I think word of mouth is so good, especially within the local community. And those testimonials as well and your before and afters really helps build that know, like, and trust with your brand. And, you know, as you said, people sample it and then they get the results and then they speak to their peers about it. So, that's perfect. That's so good. Yeah, I love getting the messages where where the recommendations come in. The person said, "I've heard about this pro your product from this person, and they've recommended." And it just it makes me feel so good. Oh, of course, you're changing people's lives. And so, do you ask for the testimonials and the before and after photos, or are people just so thrilled with the product that they send it to you? A bit of both. Um, a lot of people are really shocked by how fast it works. Mm -hmm. um, so they they usually get it, get the before and afters to me before I can ask them how they're going with it. Yeah, which is usually around the day four mark. Okay. Um, yeah. So day four of use, I usually get a message to say, "Look." look at my results before and afters. I love your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When I get approached um, via DM or email or in person, I'll say, keep me updated with your results. So yeah, take right. before and after or send it yeah. through to me. I love any feedback. 
I really love getting negative feedback hey. because I can, I know then what it doesn't work on yes. or how it didn't work for you. And I like finding out why it didn't work for you. And also just to help me know if I need to change the formula, which I have three times. Gosh, that is amazing. That is such a growth mindset to be able to take that, you know, perhaps negative feedback or feedback where it didn't work and then fold that into the business. How can we change the formula? How can we step this up so it's a product that more people can use and benefit from? Yeah. Excellent. That's so good. Also, just tell me what it doesn't work on. So Mm. I can tell other customers, no, sorry, my product won't probably won't work for you or might not work for you for this one thing, but it might work for mozzie bites or Mm. um, eczema or cradle cap. Yeah. Black Magic is your primary product. Mm-hmm. And so with that, with your emu bush, you've got that into obviously your Black Magic balm. And then do you have that? What else do you have in your product range? So now in the Black Magic collection, I have the Black Magic balm, the um, Black Magic lip balm. Ooh. Yeah. The Black Magic hair and body oil. Okay. That's for people who suffer with eczema psoriasis on the scalp because we're finding that the balm was a little bit too balmy or too sticky um, Mm. to put in there or to get in the right spot. So the oil works a lot better. And I've also got the Black Magic Body Lotion. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. So it's so popular. It's actually becoming one of my best sellers. Black Magic Lotion, it's really gentle on the skin and it makes your skin so silky and smooth. Oh, my gosh, you've sold me. So, Kerrily, tell me, obviously, the balm helps with, you know, eczema you mentioned and, you know, like cradle cap and some other things. It's also, I assume, it's moisturising. Moisturising, yep. Give me a bit of a pitch. What else does it help with? All natural, all organic, all responsibly and ethically sourced. Good. (laughs) So, Amy Bush is naturally an anti-inflammatory antibacterial and antifungal so it helps with soothing and softening the skin promote formation of new and healthy tissue cells skin tissue cells helps with inflammatory skin conditions such as dermatitis psoriasis and eczema Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it can help treat acne and take down the swelling like sort of like the the inflammation 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 of acne it does that pretty much overnight yeah surprisingly yeah it helps restore the production of collagen yes it helps in speed healing skin ailments so like your eczemas and your cuts and grazes cold sores god the list goes on and on and on nappy rash helps heal and reduce scars and stretch marks okay especially if you're pregnant it's great for helping prevent stretch marks right and so this product is obviously safe to use on children and in pregnancy yep anytime even with breastfeeding, I have a lot of breastfeeding mamas who mm. have cracked nipples yep. um, who use it and breastfeed. You can use it on people of all ages from fresh newborn, a couple of hours old to 100 years old. People have even used it on their animals. No way. So like if the animal has like a bit of a skin irritation or? Yep. I've had someone use it on their birds with the dry skin. It's been used on people's dogs. Yeah, you name it. 
Yep, I've had my, um, I actually did a post, a story yesterday of my little niece. She found the tub and she was eating it. Wow. My sister sent me a little video. <laughs> and I said, I, you know, did I mention that it's non-toxic, completely safe for babies to eat? Yep. Um, not that I recommend it, but if they get a hand, you know, a hold of it and start eating it, it's completely non-toxic, it's safe. And all that will happen is they'll get what I call emu bum. Is <laughs> diarrhea, yep. a little bit of diarrhea, and then they'll be fine oh, because no. it's primarily made up of castor oil and emu bush, which both cleanse the colon or cleanse your digestive system. So, yeah. But really, Carolee, it sounds like your one-stop shop if you've got it in your beauty case, but you could also have it in your medicine cupboard. Yeah, you carry it everywhere with you. Yeah. Literally. Literally, because it's anti-inflammatory, as soon as you wake up in the morning and you've got a puffy face, mm. you can apply it after you've cleansed or whatever and, or washed your face in the morning and it'll take down the puffiness under your eyes. Good. Yeah, and the swelling right. out of your face. It is your one-stop one shop, I'm telling <laughs> you. And because it's got a bit of kakadu plum in it, it's very high in vitamin C. Very natural, very beneficial, lots of diverse uses. I love mm -hmm. it. And so, Carolee, where do you see your business going? Obviously, it's picking up momentum and you're still working full-time and you mentioned you're a single mum. So you've got a lot going on. How do you see your business uh, evolving over the next couple of years or the next 12 months? I would like to see my business. I would like to see my business as a shop front mm. in many um, Westfields or downtown in different cities. And I want it to be nationwide, but I also want it to go international. Mm -hmm. um, I just really believe that my products, especially the Black Magic, has that potential. It is such a diverse product and it helps absolutely anyone from the young from newborn to 100 years old mm. the elderly yeah. yeah yeah i would love to see my product well renowned in everybody's medicine cupboards or mm. <laughs> in the handbags <laughs> everywhere in the car everywhere. in the bag in the gym bag yep everywhere oh yeah of course bit of heat rash <laughs> do your children help you out with packing orders they do yes okay yep I get them labelling and I get them um, popping the soaps out of the mould and, yeah, That's so get them lining up the jars. Yes. Teaches yep. them, right? It does. Gives them the skills and it also shows them that, you know, mum's not just busy. This is what mum is busy doing and also they're helping to grow the business. They are. And you know what? They promote They promote my business at school. Oh. They go to school and they tell I get teachers messaging me saying Liana's recommended this product or Kingston yes. <laughs> has recommended your product for this, this and that. And they've become, you know, they've been little um, sales assistants or yeah. little advocates. <laughs> people at school and they bring me in orders. Yeah, they're really great with that. Good. Do you see them one day coming in on the business and helping you out? I hope so. I talk about it all the time with yep. them. I, I say when when I get too old, you know, I hope one of you take on the business. I hope I'm not just doing this for nothing. But I think once they get older and they realise how beneficial um, my products are to people, then 
I think they will be happy to jump on board and continue my work. Yes. And do you see yourself reducing your hours at the school and increasing your business hours or how is that going to look? So that is my main goal is to reduce my hours at work and focus more on growing the business um, to a company level. I'm quickly realising that slow and steady wins the race. Mm. So I'm not going to just jump headfirst into the business because I am a single mum. I do have a mortgage. I do have a car payment. My daughter goes to a Catholic school, Mm. uh, a private school. So I do need that stability of my nine to three job, like, yeah, my day job in a sense, Um, until I can grow the business to a point where I don't have to work anymore or I can cut back hours, which is a big 2023 focus for me. Okay, that's a goal for next year. Yes. I love that. And you know, it's so true. I feel that um, some people say, you know, go all in and cut ties. And some people say, build up your side hustle. There's really no one size fits all for everybody. It needs to be a tailored approach to what suits you and what suits your family and your needs and the dynamics that you've got going on in the home front. So well done you. Family comes first. You do have monetary commitments that you need to keep to. So while you're building your business up to what it is, you sort of have something else that you still love doing and you're passionate about to seesaw. Yeah, yeah, to seesaw your business and until it is such a time that, you know, the business takes over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's obviously showing the kids at school that, you know, anything's possible. If they want to go out and be an entrepreneur or be a business owner, it's possible. They're watching me do that. Yes. They're watching me do that. They ask me questions all the time. I had a student ask me today about my business, how much I've made. I know it's a little bit personal, but they get curious. I think funny like that. <laughs> how much is my business made? And I mentioned how much it had grossed since um, the start of the financial year till now. And he was flabbergasted he was he was in shock oh I love that how funny are children though I know if my phone ever cha-chings from the Shopify app the boys are like how much is it and then try to guess what product (laughs) it is they're very black and white in terms of is the business doing well is the business not doing well how much money did you make today but again a curious mind that's our next generation of leaders and our next generation of entrepreneurs so sure yeah I think it's exciting. So what advice would you give for anyone who is starting out in a new business and perhaps, you know, doesn't come from that family history of small business owners and and know what to do? What advice would you give? Um, I think find something that you're really passionate about. Mm. Do a lot of research. Mm. Be prepared for a lot of trial and error. Be prepared for a lot of frustrating moments. Be prepared to want to give up. But don't, just keep swimming, keep taking it slowly. You're not going to become a millionaire overnight. It doesn't happen with a click of your fingers. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. (laughs) Yeah, just keep at it. Yeah, I love that. If you're really passionate about it, keep at it. Just keep pushing through, keep going. Keep pushing through. And when you need a break, take a break Mm. because at the end of the day, the business is always going to be there Mm -hmm. yeah you know you can easily pick up 
again back where you left off and start growing it again Mm. yeah and I think people this day and age you know like they want that um genuine connection so if you put up a post saying you know I'm taking a month off to be with my children or we're going traveling or we're going you know we're just having some time together people respect Mm. that they do yeah and once you've got that know like and trust and that customer loyalty you know chances are it's just going to entice them to buy up big before you have your month off and then you'll yeah. see, you know, they'll they'll return again once you're back online. So I really encourage people to work out what their ideal average day and week looks like and then create the business around that. Create it around what you want to do and what you want to achieve. And when you can get behind that energetically, that I think is when you really see some amazing results because yeah, for sure. you're doing it how you want to do it and how it suits you to do it. Yeah. Exactly. There's not one, it's not just one size fits all. It's you run your business how you see fit and how that, you know, how the business, make the business fit your lifestyle. Mm. Another tip I'd give to small businesses is, or to people who want to start out in business, is set boundaries for yourself and time restraints because you can easily get so caught up in the business that you're, your personal life just gets pushed to the wayside. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that you're making sure that you put boundaries in place where you're going to bed at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock and you're getting a full night's sleep and you know, you're spending enough time with your children or your family and you make it to social events because the business can always wait mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, you ca- If your customers, if you've made a real connection with your customers, they will, they'll be more than happy to wait. Mm. And they're only going to expect what you allow them to expect. Yeah. So if yeah. you have made it that you reply to them within half an hour and you reply at 10 o'clock at night or six in the morning when you first get up, that then sets that expectation. And that's a standard that you have set. So you're right. I think setting these standards and boundaries for your business and yourself early on I absolutely have made the same error again in my sewing business, you know, up until all hours of the night because I didn't give realistic turnaround times and then, you know, family stuff happens and you're sewing until all hours of the morning. Plus, in addition to that, you're also, as a solo entrepreneur, you're the one making the product, you're the one sending the invoices, you're the one running Mm -hmm. the social media accounts, you're the one taking the product to the post office and following up for customer reviews. It's like you're wearing all the hats. So if you're not (laughs) taking care of you, if you're not taking care of yourself and you go down, the business goes down and it's just, yeah, it's not worth it. It needs to be healthy boundaries, again, around what you want your ideal business to look like. Yeah, that is for sure. Yes, such good advice. So where can these fabulous products be purchased? Obviously, you've got an Instagram account. Yeah, I've got an Instagram account. I've also got a Facebook account, Jala Mind and Body, and via my website. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So I will pop your website details and your social media handles into the notes. And yes, everyone jump on board, check out the products. And if you were only to order one product, if I'm going to jump on tonight and order one product, what would you recommend I order? Definitely the Black Magic Balm, I yep. think. Yeah, De- definitely. Or, <laughs> or the Black Magic Lotion, or the Hyaluronic Serum. Ooh. They're probably they're my favorite products. Oh, and the Native Mist. 
<laughs> so any of those products are probably my favorite. Any yeah. of the above. If people want to create an account with me, they get points. I have a point system. Oh, so every dollar spent, you get a point. Oh. And then if you accrue those points over time, and sometimes when I'm feeling extra nice, mm. I'll give extra points to my loyal customers. Beautiful. So this can drop the price on your order. Yeah. yeah. So if you accrue, say, a thousand points, that's $10 off your order. Yep. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Kerry Lee, for jumping on the podcast with me. As I mentioned, I'll pop everything in the show notes um, for ways to get in touch with you and purchase your products. Yes, great. Thank you, Kylie. No worries. Today's podcast was brought to you by Coco Collective, an online boutique of coastal-inspired, handcrafted rattan furniture pieces and homewares. If you would like to find out more about starting an online business or growing your online business, be sure to check out my coaching page, kyliecrossman.com.au to find out ways that we can work together. So thanks again for listening and have yourself a beautiful week.